welcome to the Dog Friendly KW Podcast with your hosts, Justine and Mackenzie on Midtown Radio KW. So this is our eighth season doing the podcast. We're happy to be back. If this is your first time listening, welcome. Um, This season, we are focusing on the theme of awareness as a dog owner. So we'll be featuring new and returning guests throughout the season and chatting about lots of new topics. On today's episode, we're going to talk about dogs in pop culture. That's right. Movies, books, you name it. So let's go. Welcome to the Dog Friendly KW Podcast with your hosts Justine and Mackenzie on Midtown Radio KW. Today we are talking about dogs and pop culture. So dogs are everywhere in pop culture, from music to movies to books. Dogs do play an integral part of our lives on the screens, in the pages of books, in artwork, and even in the uh, music we listen to. So yeah, dogs and pop culture. Okay, this is fun. I'm excited. So there are so many stories about dogs. Um, As we were kind of going through and planning at this episode, there's kind of like two themes that I noticed. So there's this idea of like dogs obviously being a key companion to humans and also to other animals. It's something we see a lot in film and shows and also a lot of stories about dogs being heroes um so that's because they are heroes every single day just for existing dogs are my hero all dogs if you're a dog you're my hero that's basically (laughs) the moral of the story um so i mean we have watched and probably read a decent amount of books and watched movies that are regarding dogs but we're gonna spend the first little bit of the episode today talking about some like children's movies and stories also known as classics, because for us millennials, shout out, we're now old. Um, so if you're a millennial, this little segment here is going to speak to you. But let's go Let's go back to the 90s. Ken's favorite, some like notable favorite classic dog films. So right off the bat, I can think of two. They were both movies that we would have on replay. I have an older sister and a younger brother. And uh, for some reason, now that I'm thinking about this, this is kind of messed up that we would watch this movie so much. The Fox and the Hound. I loved that. Honestly, I have probably seen The Fox and the Hound. Oh my gosh. Probably like 40 times. I watched it so much as a kid. I know. And Todd and Cooper, I want to say. Copper. Todd and Copper. And um, yeah, we would just rewatch it and rewatch it and rewatch it. It was like so sad parts of it, but like, especially the end. <laughs> but like, it's, it's so, so good. So well done. Such a great story of like friendship and um everything else. So yeah, that one is definitely like probably one of my top ones. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm with you on that one too. And I've, as I've like in the last couple of years, as I've started reading a lot more, um, for those that don't know me, I, I read pretty extensively. And the more you read, the more you kind of learn what you like about reading. And this kind of theme or trope that I've learned, I really, really love in books is this idea of unexpected 
or unanticipated friendships. And I think that's one of the things, A, that a lot of people love about a lot of these dog movies that we're going to talk about, but also one of the things I love about Fox and the Hound. Because yeah. you've got this, like, little hound puppy and this baby fox, and they become and, really good friends. And the hound is, like, meant to, like, hunt the fox. And then oh. there's, like, this big climactic, like, thing. And, oh, my God, yeah, my heart. It's so good. So good. Okay. They should redo that. Um we could talk about Fox and the Hound all day, but moving along, I'm going to share one of my favorites again sure. on repeat as a as a child for sure. Beethoven, that was my next one. Yeah, classic. <laughs> I mean, family dog film again, of course, has to end in absolute sadness. Um, mm-hmm. That one, and then um, another one that I absolutely loved. My mom made me watch this a lot when I was a kid. It's Turner and Hooch with Tom Hanks. Oh my, I forgot about that movie. That's a dog de Bordeaux. Yeah, that the breed of dog. Yeah, it's uh which is really, really funny because um yeah, a lot of people would think he's a mastiff, but he yeah, has a purebred dog. Anyway, yeah, that's a great movie. I love, I love that movie. And Tom Hanks is so good in it because he's like your like stereotypical non-dog person. And yeah. then with this like slobbering, goobering mess of a dog that just like destroys his home. And but then of course falls in love with the dog and they become best friends. And but it's so good. If you haven't seen Turner and Hooch, go back and watch it. It's a classic. Um, okay. What are some other really notable childhood ones? Well, going back to Disney, um, I'm going to fire off Lady and the Tramp and 101 Dalmatians. Yes. So very yeah. obviously, they literally just center around dogs, those two movies, and they're amazing. They are not as good as Fox and the Hound, but still good. But still fun. And then, of course, all the adaptations and live remakes of uh, how many times have they redone 101 Dalmatians? I want to say there's like four of them. I can't keep up at this point. Like Cruella. Yeah. 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 Um, Lady and the Tramp, they just redid, and it wasn't too bad. Um, I love how they used only rescue dogs. Um, only. Dogs, yeah. mm-hmm. Oh, that's. So. Oh, nice. Um, okay, so couple non Disney's. We've got Clifford. Mm-hmm. We got Scooby Doo, obviously oh, yeah. classic. Airbud. Come on, Homeward Bound. I love. I love Homeward Bound. I've actually never seen it. Stop. I know. I know. It's bad. I. It's bad. And the other one I haven't seen um, is because of Win Dixie. I've never seen that. Okay, so I looked it up. It's from 1995, and the breed of dog they use is a um, uh, a Burger Picard, which is a very rare dog breed. It's from, like, France. Um, and when I saw that it was, like, again, a, a purebred dog, I was like, oh, that's so cool. Apparently there was, like, 17 of them used in the film. Um, they literally all look the same. Like, the, it's one of those breeds that – look the same but yeah it looks really cute it's been a little girl and her dog and it looks cute homer bound is like the classic dubbed animal talking movie it's uh Uh, okay he's three dog that no three sorry two dogs two dogs and a cat 
that go missing and they all have to find their way home together. Um, it's, I remember this like scene on the river of like, I think it's the cat gets like pushed in the river and then the dogs rescue it. And like the dubbing is always from the nineties. So the dubbing is so bad, but it's, it's a great movie. Okay, This sounds a lot like Milo and Otis. Oh, Milo and Otis. I forgot about mm-hmm. that one. Yeah, similar to my notice, or maybe I'm actually mixing them up in my head. That's quite possible. I could be merging storylines. Because Milo Notice, again, a couple traumatic instances happened in that movie that scarred me as a child. Um, <laughs> so that yeah, but the pug, Otis, right? Yeah, that's yep. it's great. Um yeah. a few other like notable characters. We got Lassie, old Yeller. You look at like Disney characters, we've got Pluto, the Goofy movie, like so many. The literally, the list just keeps going on. But let's take a pause on books for us, or books. Let's take a pause on movies for a second because there is a book that is very notable that deserves to be recognized. This book has stuck with me since I was a kid, it's never left my brain. I'm actually gonna reread it in the coming weeks, I think. Have you read Where the Red Fern Grows? I have not. I'm going to reread it. I just remember it destroying me. (laughs) And when I read threads on Reddit about like the saddest books you could ever, ever, ever read. Uh, Well, maybe I won't read it. Give you. I remember it being really good, though. I'm going to reread okay. it, and I'll let you know if it's worth reading. But I read it, I think, in, like, grade five or six. And I do remember, like, reading it in, like, a day. Oh, wow. It's one of those. Right yeah. Yeah. So good. So, Where the Reverend Grows, look her up. It's actually probably been developed into a movie as well. But there you have it. That is a very long list of dog-related movies. Make a list. Watch them all. We're going to take a quick break and we will be right back. All right, it is now time for a segment that we like to call Desktop Dog Trivia. But this time, we've made it competitive. <laughs> well, um, no, we're, we're dropping the competition because you would just crush me. So oh, come I'm on. Gonna, I'm going to drill you, and we're going to see how many points you can get. So there's going to be five questions. Do I win something? Uh, I will you- buy you a treat from Camellia Bake Shop. Oh. If you get if you get four out of five or higher. Oh shoot! Okay, all right. Are we ready? We're gonna do this fast as we can. It's like lightning round, dog trivia combined. Okay, just go. I'm ready. All right. First question: A male collie named Pal was the first dog to portray what legendary and female title character on television? 
TV dog, TV, TV dog. Wishbone was a boy. Poop. <laughs> what, who was it? So it was Lassie. Pal was... was gonna say that. Oh, Pal was a rough collie who portrayed Lassie. All right. I'm an, I'm an idiot. A male collie? Oh, I should have just... Uh, I'm, an, I'm dumb. Oh, man, I have to get all four right now. Okay. <laughs> all right. Number two. Name the most famous dog drawn by Schultz. Okay. I know this name. I know this name, and I want to say it's the guy who did Peanuts. Okay, and I'm thinking it's Snoopy. Wow. <laughs> All right, number three. Piggybacking on the Snoopy train, what breed of dog is Snoopy from the Peanuts comic strip? Easy. He's a beagle. Boom. Done. Number four, a 90s Cartoon Network cartoon about a scared dog who has to save his oblivious farm family from surreal and creepy threats is blank the cowardly dog oh man i'm gonna give you a hint what is the opposite of cowardly being brave bravely you're close um uh, courage yes courage the cowardly dog Okay, does that count as a half point? (laughs) Sure. Question five. Last question. Which Paw Patrol character has the same name as one of our dog-friendly KW dogs? Okay, this one is easy. It's Marshall. He dresses up like a little... um, Isn't he the firefighter? No, Marshall is the firefighter. I just know he did. I think he is the Dalmatian, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, because Marshall looks like Chase, who is the cop... But yeah. Marshall is the firefighter, the Dalmatian. Yes. Well, there you have it. Mackenzie got three and a half points out of five. I suppose I will still treat her to uh, something great shop out of the kindness of my heart. But there you have it. Desktop dog trivia without the desktop this time because we wanted it to be pop culture fo- focused. Welcome back to the Dog Friendly KW Podcast with your hosts, Justine and Mackenzie on Midtown Radio KW. Today, we have been talking about dogs in pop culture. So in our first segment, we had so much fun revisiting our childhood nostalgia. Let's move on to modern day, shall we? So modern day dogs in pop culture. Um, What are we considering modern day, like 2010 plus? Yeah, or maybe a little bit before, like, I would say, like, mid-2000 to present, like, maybe the last, like, two decades would be, like, relatively modern, like, notably Marley and Me. Uh, I love watching that movie right up until um, Marley gets sick and then I just turn it off. Yeah, I love the... Um, chaos surrounding that movie until then as well. Um, Owen Wilson. Is it Jennifer Aniston too? Yeah. 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 They are good. They've got good dynamic. Um, It's really cute, but yeah, I remember just sobbing, sobbing, watching that movie. Um, And I've never seen it again. 
it's a it's it's a tough one but the first like it doesn't happen until like the last like quarter of the movie so you can definitely watch like the first three quarters and be like this is so happy mm-hmm. and then is it is it bloat that more like she gets like a tummy she he he she I, know, boy. I think maybe it's like a tummy like their her tummy flips oh yeah that's uh that's gloat glout bloat bloat isn't it mm. called bloat Tummy yes. <laughs> yes. Anyways, okay. There's also a new film that just came out that I haven't seen yet. Rated R Strays. Have you seen the okay. commercials for this? Yes, I've seen the previews. It looks like I think like people like Jamie Foxx, Kevin Hart, you know, the, the those kind of guys are in it where they're well, um, yeah. yeah, so it's like funny, like I'm assuming like a little bit like I was gonna say naughty humor, um, crude. Yeah, crude. Yeah, it's uh, it's probably something I maybe will watch like once it's available for free. <laughs> yes, it looks it looks funny, but it also like it has the dubbing, which like I can only handle in so many. Like I can appreciate it for like the old nostalgic films, but for new stuff, I'm like I don't know if I want to watch dubbed. I tried to watch uh, a Dog's Way Home. Oh my gosh, yeah, no. I sorry, and by tried to watch, I mean I did watch it. Okay. <laughs> and uh Bella mm. and it the dubbing. I can't I can't do it with the yeah. dubbing. So that is a less desirable part of um watching a movie. Thank you. <laughs> watching a dog movie. Okay. Um Lots of other modern day ones. What what's another favorite you have? Okay, I've got two that I want to bring up. Um, so I'm a Wes Anderson fan. So Isle of Dogs, I love that movie. Um, it is a cartoon. Um, it is very Wes Anderson-y. It's strange. It's quirky. It's fun. Um, a story about dogs being. Um, banned from japan um and they all live on this like dog island and a kid ends up on the dog island and then it's a story about like the dogs getting this kid home anyway it's really fun and interesting and the artwork george clooney is like plays one of the main characters uh voice voices one of the main characters it's excellent um i really like it um that's another movie I've seen like a bunch. Oh, and okay. This is not really a dog movie, but there's a dog in the movie who plays like a pivotal heroic part. Um, and that is, I am legend. Okay. Great movie. Also, I love Will Smith. So same. Yes. Yeah. But, um, I forget the dog's name, but it's the German shepherd in the film. And again, like watching that dog save her owner and then, <laughs> so good oh. it is i imagine is actually a book and it's been on my list to read for a very oh. long time so yeah i'll circle back if i end up reading it but next one is i think i mean both of us have seen this one pretty sure you made me watch this yeah uh, i think i did <laughs> um hachiko the shiba who waited for their owner at the train station hachi yeah hachi is a real this is a real story also this is like i would say this is almost close to being a classic um but richard gear 
um, Richard Gere is in this. And yeah, it's about a Japanese Akita named Hachi who, um, whose owner passes away and, um, the dog, the, the owner would take the train to and from work and the dog would wait for him every single day, but then he doesn't come home one day because he dies and then this dog just sits and waits at the train station every single day until it passes away and there's now a this is true there is now a hachi um statue at this train station because this dog waited with like loyalty to the max hello I love that. I mean, we obviously know there's been a, a Paw Patrol craze the last couple of years, but we've also seen a pretty big boom of like Netflix documentaries and docu-series about dogs. I haven't personally dove into a lot of them, but there are a number of them available on Netflix and other platforms, lots of ones that are like kind of educational or just share like different types of stories about dogs. Can I share two really quick if people don't want to go searching? So obviously the first one is called Dogs. There are two seasons. Um, I think there's like eight episodes each, but each one focuses on a family slash person and a dog. Um, I absolutely love it because there shows like everything from like dogs working with children with autism and like the or like children with disabilities and like what um what path they have to take to get there uh there's dogs that are like fishing dogs there's working dogs who like um i'm pretty sure there was one about like you know um the dogs of like 9-11 like it talks like all about uh different dogs with jobs or like even just dogs that make huge impacts on their person's lives oh the refugee from um from syria how he was like trying to get his dog home like anyway there's there's a lot and it's uh, really really good um there's one episode of a show called seven days out and that talks about the westminster kennel club dog show uh, it's really really good it's only one episode um circulating around dogs but again it's uh the lead up to the westminster kennel club dog show if you've ever um if you've ever you know wanted to see what a show like that entails or how dogs end up at that show, watch it. It's uh, again, only an hour, but it's super, super good. Um, last one. It's not here, but I just thought of it and I don't know why I didn't think of it. Pause, Cause the last one we're going to do uh, a recommendation. So do you want to save? Oh yeah. Okay. okay. So before we um, take a quick break, we want to talk a little bit about why people love dog stories so much and why why do we always cry when dogs die in movies like what what is this phenomena that makes us so emotional when it comes to animals and dogs in particular passing in movies we can see like a human die in a movie and I'm like nah, whatever but a dog <laughs> dies and I'm just like I'm distraught yeah yeah what is that about? Um, I think uh, two things. I think it's the, we mentioned this with like Hachi, the, the dog who waited for his owner. Um, loyalty. Um, dogs bond with their people and they love their people so much. And we see that in our everyday lives with our dogs. And when you see a story on the screen uh, or in a book of, you know, different you know, similar situations, obviously to the extreme, um, but like you and that animal sharing that connection and then 
them just their lives revolve around you and then then when sad things happen you just are crushed right there's I was trying to like dig into this to see if there was like any research around like what is it that makes us so emotional when it comes to dog stuff and there is an author her name's Jennifer Blau and she is the founder of an organization that does some work in compassion fatigue as it pertains to um, like people who work in the animal welfare space. And there's this quote in this article that says that humans have to individually earn our trust, but pets get our compassion when we first encounter them. And I thought that did a really good job of kind of summarizing this idea of why we have so much empathy and so much compassion for dogs. Um, because, they just are, and we just kind of accept them as they are. Whereas with humans, we kind of have to build a relationship to deeply, deeply care. That's, they know that. Wow. Right? Mm -hmm. Well, there we have it. So you now have a very large reading and to watch list, mostly to watch. Um, we're going to take a quick break and we're going to come back and we're going to give you a few book and movie recommendations. So stay tuned. You've been listening to the Dog Friendly KW Podcast with your hosts, Justine and Mackenzie, and today we've been talking all about dogs in pop culture. So, a question for our listeners. Never mind. All right. So, let's talk about our recommendations, shall we? So, Justine, if you were to recommend a book or movie or both or one or the other, you decide. All about dogs. I'm going to recommend two books. I'm going to let you take the movie front. Um, two books that are probably lesser known. Um, one is called The Art of Racing in the Rain. I think this actually has also been developed into a movie. It is a really, really beautiful book about the relationship between this man and his dog. I won't say much more other than that, but it is a really, really lovely book that I would definitely recommend as a dog lover. Um, the second is a bit more of an unconventional recommendation. It's called Hollow Kingdom. This is a kind of funny post-apocalyptic book that is narrated by a domesticated crow. Um, and it's about basically humans have turned into zombies and the animals have just been left to kind of run rampant around the world. Um, and it's narrated by this crow and he has his companion, um, which is a dog named Dennis. And he basically talks about Dennis like Dennis is just this big, lovable ball of stupidity um and it's it's not the best book in the world like i probably only gave it like three stars but what i did enjoy about it was um having this like idea of what other animals in the animal kingdom might think of other species um so having a crow who are like traditionally very smart um and having it narrate and really just like make fun of dogs the whole time was kind of cute so a bit of an unconventional recommendation, but there it is. Hollow Kingdom by Kira Jane Buxton. Ken's movie. Give us a movie. 
Uh, this is my favorite movie of all time and will be probably until another movie about this comes out. <laughs> but it is called Best in Show. And this movie is about just that, winning Best in Show. Um, it is a satirical spoof of a film. Um, Jane Lynch, uh, Stifler's mom, slash Jennifer Coolidge. Um, we've got uh, Catherine O'Hara and, um, oh my gosh, why? Um, Levy, Eugene Levy. Um, we've got a couple other amazing actors in there, but the movie is about dogs prepping for, it's not, they don't call it the Westminster Kennel Club dog show, but it is the Westminster Kennel Club dog show. And it's like this, like, again, documentary style, funny film. You have to watch it. It is ridiculous. And literally when people, when I used to, when the girls were very active in dog shows, they're like, Oh, what's it like? And I'd be like, watch this film because every single character in that film is real life. Those are real people. All right. (laughs) I'm adding it to my list. I'm going to prioritize it in the next month. I'm going to watch this movie finally, but there you have it, everybody dogs and pop culture. Um, Hopefully you have an awesome list of books and movies to read now that pertain to dogs. But thank you for tuning in today to the Dog Friendly KW Podcast. Until next time.